You're now listening to the Grow Together podcast, the official podcast of the Grow Together community, a place where no one gets left behind on their self-discovery and personal growth journey. And now, here's your host, Luke Burrows. Hi guys, Lou Burris here and on today's episode of the Grow Together podcast, I sit down and chat with Brendan Cattuli as we talk about his journey. Brendan is a mental health advocate, so we're going to dive into his story, his journey, and then all about his exciting projects. So with that said, guys, let's dive into this episode of the Grow Together podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Grow Together podcast. Today we have Brendan on the show. Brendan, so thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Luke. It's it's such a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, I'm so glad we have you know continued our connection, and uh, I'm look forward to be here on the uh, Grow Together podcast. Awesome, yeah, absolute pleasure having you on. And I know we had an awesome conversation when I came onto your podcast. So just returning the favor and everything. And um, yeah, so I think you've been a community member for a couple of weeks, a month, is it? Yeah, yeah. So I believe it's been close to a month, uh, if not two. And yeah, it's been it's been awesome, exciting so far. It's it's definitely a pleasure to be a part of the community and uh, share you know my insights and learn from others as well. Yeah, definitely, man. A valued member that is for sure. And so for those who don't know who you are, maybe they've missed some of your posts or something, or in your engagement and that. Um, could you just like introduce yourself in terms of what you do, what you're what you're working on right now? And uh, yeah, I'll throw some questions at you and we can just have a discussion about that, really. Certainly, that'd be incredible. So I am 22. My name is Brendan Catulli, and I recently graduated with a degree in civil engineering. But truly why I'm within the Grow Together community is that I'm very devoted in terms of the fields of self-discovery and self-improvement which truly started about two years ago after I faced many different challenges within my own mental health. I really came to this field and started to grow upon myself and learn ways that I can do that through routines and habits, which led me to some of the projects that I'm uh, working on today, one being called Metamorphosis, which I work with uh, Mark Metry and we try to provide lifestyle routines for people who are struggling with mental health conditions. And as well, I started my own podcast, which branches upon that project of speaking about mental health, but as well within the fields of drug addiction and homelessness. So I interview many people within personal experience topics within those subjects, and as well, some leading professionals and researchers within that field to bring about uh, multiple perspectives uh, through those fields of mental health, uh, drug addiction, and homelessness. And, you know, those are some things I'm working on right now, but coming up soon within the coming months, I'm going to be releasing some projects within, you know, the fields of health and wellness and and what I can do to move forward about educating others and and providing the resources needed within uh, our communities. Yeah, you mentioned it there as well. Uh, like how you know these projects started out because you had some personal challenges in that I'm just kind of interested in did you have like a defining moment where you were like okay now I've got to like sort out my situation you sort things out and kind of if you don't mind you know talk about that that like that moment certainly yeah it's it's definitely something that has really been you know something that I've that I've thought about because it it's one question that I ask a lot within my own podcast of a defining moment that they've you know known and become aware of their own mental health 
for myself, I, I think really, so two years ago is when that truly that big moment of, of finding the self discovery, uh, and finding that I needed to work on myself was, was that moment. But I think truly the, the one that really stuck out was, you know, at that point I was facing such, such dark and, you know, momentous thoughts within my own experiences that were really culminating throughout a product of about eight to 10 years within my life. And, you know, as I was, I was in college, I was on campus living and after, you know, there's a hard breakup within my life months before really nothing was truly culminating around my life. And I was just, you know, laying on my bed, trying to um, go through different types of social media and really finding out, you know, what was going to bring me out of, you know, this dark place. And I don't know if there is a specific thing that, you know, really triggered within myself to say, you know, I need to, I need to change. But constantly I was always facing a lot of these dark thoughts of, you know, really harming myself and, and not wanting to continue on. And what I ended up realizing was that there were so many, you know, profound and, and supportive people out there and they were right next door to me, you know, they were right within my life. And I saw that there was still hope within people around myself that it kind of gave me that spark to at least give, give some sort of effort and some sort of shot. And that really culminated me to, you know, wake up with a different perspective of, you know, maybe today can be better. And that really brought about me to surround myself with some more positive and influential, influential people trying to, you know, follow through some of the habits and routines that people do today. So, you know, one big person within my life was Jason Silva. He really changed the perspective on how I saw my own self-discovery, my own enlightenment, and as well, just some, you know, people who, who drive positive mindset changes within their own life. You know, Gary Vee, certainly someone, but really Tom Bilyeu, um was a profound uh, person within trying to, you know, reshape my uh, mindset. And, you know, throughout the coming years, people like David Goggins has really implemented some some ways in which I can change my perspective on my own life and, and try to see that my struggles were worth it. You know, that, that point where I had those deep thoughts kind of really culminated me to see why it's so important to work on myself. And those are kind of the things that really brought about such a substantial change within that moment to realize that, you know, my health and wellness needed to be on the forefront of my life. How did you come across these, um, people that you know these mentors these influential people was it just you know scrolling through social media um and when you then started to i suppose listen to what they were saying you know, and started to take action on, on some of the things that they were saying i'm just kind of interested in then how you started your your personal growth you know your your self-discovery your uh self-improvement journey was it just you know you came across them like oh you know like this is interesting, you know, curious about it. And then just started implementing some of the things that they were saying. I'm interested about that. Yeah, definitely really wasn't right away. So when I found out about Jason Silva, that was actually probably about four to five years ago. So I was still going through many of these challenges within my own life. So 
really, I think the stepping stone that at least Jason Silva provided was the opportunity to be curious, to question yourself and question the ideals of other people and just the way that you implement yourself within society, how you interact with other people. And that was kind of just really the, you know, the perspective and the mindset aspect of myself, but it really didn't curate any habits yet. Once I really stepped into, um, you know, seeing why focusing on myself was so important, I was providing some of these people around me being, you know, following them and seeing kind of the habits that they did, but it really wasn't kind of just the light switch. For many people, it's really not. And for myself, and what I truly recommend for a lot of people is just doing one step at a time. So for myself, it was just implementing some of some of the basic necessities of, you know, sleep, meditation. Those were kind of the two things that I, I really tried to focus on as well as nutrition. And those were kind of just basic things that I wasn't really negating, but I wasn't putting, you know, my my first my first effort towards and those really took time. Meditation took a long time. That took really a, a culmination of of many different um activities and exercises going through um you know where where there's guided meditations and and you know how I could implement that in a healthy way and really offering one habit to change throughout whether it's each month or whether it's a new routine each month can be so profound and so beneficial and i use these figures such as tom billu such as david goggins to learn maybe one piece of advice every two weeks every month and try to implement something similar it doesn't necessarily have to be the same habit but you know we all start somewhere and it's all about making that conscious effort to take that step forward that I think is so important. So, you know, whether it's to take 15 minutes to go walk out in nature or whether you're at the spectrum where you can go and run 10 miles to clear your mind, you know, we're all on different spectrums, but it's, it's taking that step forward that I think these figures really allowed me to, to see that I have the availability the ability, the conscious effort in order to make these steps to improve my own well-being. So when you're you know, developing the habits and you know the skill sets and I suppose like the mindset as well, you know, changing how the way you think and everything, what what were some of the, like the challenges you faced? You know, so you're listening to Gary Vee, to Tom Bill you and everyone, starting to implement them. I'm just kind of curious on then the challenges that hit you what when you're when you are starting to develop those habits and skill sets in the mindset certainly there there definitely is many and and one that i or a few that i want to speak about one at first within meditation i think you know one of the challenges i think is location you know time and place that many people have and i think there's a big misconception about meditation that it needs to just be sitting down it needs to be in a quiet area and you need to have your eyes closed there's many of these, you know, predetermined notions that some settings is good for people, but it's not, it's not really for everyone. And I always go back to um, the way that Alan Watts speaks about it. He's definitely a big, a big proponent with the way that I live my life and some of the philosophies that I try to implement. And he just states that as long as you are fully present and fully aware within in action, within any type of activity, it can be seen as meditation. So it can be that 15 minute walk in nature, or it can be sitting outside staring at the trees. 
It can be just having a conversation with someone. It can just be yoga. And there's many different, you know, activities that we can play within our, within our life. And it doesn't just have to be sitting in a dark room and, and thinking. And I think one of the challenges for me at first was, you know, trying to just sit in an empty room and really try to delve deep in, in my thoughts and let them release and it kind of wasn't the best thing for me. And I, I found that some of these activities, whether it was walking, hiking, running, or just deep breathing, were great opportunities for me to meditate besides you know, just the practice of, of being in a room. The other one that I think uh, the challenge that I faced was within uh, sleep. And not that I had a bad sleep initially, but the one really profound thing that I learned within sleep is providing uh, time after uh, you wake up and before you go to sleep to not have technology. And that was one of the biggest challenges that I faced at first was, you know, not being able to pick up my phone right when I wake up or doing it right before bed. And I just learned different habits to implement. I spoke with uh, a good friend, Nelson Lee, on my podcast. And what he does is puts the phone outside of the room uh, about 30 minutes before he goes to sleep. So he won't even hear any notifications. He won't be willing to check it. And there's many different ways we can do that of, you know, whether it's reading a book, whether it's having a meditation session beforehand, you know, there's different, definitely different ways that you can implement these habits, but it's, it's so important to provide that good quality of sleep of not having the technology before or after those periods of time because it, it really drives a, a better sleep and it offers you know an easier way to wake up in the morning. You can as well do some things such as cold showers, which are extremely helpful to waking up the mind, offering some you know some different cold shocks within your body, um, which helps your neurotransmitters, helps the way that you can uh, perform throughout the day. And I think you know those are the, some of the challenges that I face, but there's, there's many different solutions to these problems. It's just kind of some of the roadblocks, some of the initial barriers that may come into place throughout, you know, working on things such as meditation or your sleep. And those are two big solutions to, to many of the issues that people do face within um, their own health. Yeah, definitely. And I think like with, when you mentioned like tech in that, for me, you know, I don't have like Facebook on my phone, um, only Instagram, because obviously you have to have Instagram on, on the phone and you know, I don't have the notifications on. So like nothing comes through. Like, you know, if I have to reply to messages, like it doesn't pop up on my phone, you know, I actually have to go onto Messenger or Instagram to you know to see if someone's messaging me so i don't have like that that distraction totally yeah especially in the morning at night even if you're just trying to have you know a, a quiet place that that definitely offers you know so many challenges just because then your mind keeps running about you know responding or what you're going to say and all these things that many people it it creates kind of this this stress or even just the anticipation of what they need to do next and that's why i think leaving leaving some time aside um, especially we're in a time where technology takes up and consumes uh, many hours of people's days so you know being able to find the times where you can push that aside I think is is so important for our health how did you then start you know the podcast and running your own business and exploring you know entrepreneurship you know what was that journey like of taking what you were learning from 
these influential people and going, actually, you know, I want to build my own business. I want, I want to do a podcast, you know, fulfilling like that purpose. Definitely. It, it certainly was a, a learning experience, a learning curve in the beginning. But I think one of the best things that I learned is, you know, the the best way to teach others is through action. It's through living it. You got to lead by example. I need to educate myself through action. So I need to, you know, start to implement many of these routines before I can truly teach and educate about them. So it was really providing a foundation of, you know, meditating daily, of focusing on my sleep and nutrition, many of these aspects around my life and, and learning how I can properly teach others through different types of, uh, you know, resources and, and bringing about that awareness. So initially I knew that just having a social media account would be a great idea to promote some of the opportunities, some of the resources that I've been, um, you know, willingly, uh, opening up myself to. And I got great feedback from that through, uh, the company metamorphosis that I started with Mark Metry. And it really just jump-started me to become more curious and become more aware of what's out there. I met some incredible people throughout that opportunity. And really once I saw Mark start his own podcast, he's the host of the humans 2.0 podcast, which deals within self-development within mainly business, um, technology development and such. And it really just kind of kickstarted me to say, you know, why can't I? And it really offered me that curiosity of saying, I can do this as well. And I'm so curious about the fields of health and wellness within mental health, within drug addiction, because there are things that have impacted me either firsthand or through many people that are really close to me, whether it's family and friends. And you know, just my curiosity, I think, really drove me to want to create this next step. So I just tried to learn from a lot of the people that were doing it very well. So my friend Mark hosts a, a great podcast. Mm. Obviously, I kept some of those top figures such as Tom Bilyeu, such as Gary Vee that are leading some very, very great podcasts within this community. So I just tried to use some of their, their tools, their skills, and just try to drop some of that implementation within um, my own podcast and providing just a comfortable environment for my own guests to share their own stories because that's what I learned really what was truly profound within my own life, which was really influential was hearing the stories of others through many of the podcasts that I've listened to. And what really jump-started me into this whole uh, opportunity was being a guest on my friend's podcast, the Young and Dumb podcast, which okay. I was a guest two years ago. And that was before I really jump started any of these projects. That was right when I really started my self development, um, you know, phase within my life. And just being able to share my story allowed people to reach out to me and tell me how influential that was to them, that I kind of really saw the impact that podcast could have. And by doing that, I, I figured to be able to share other stories, to be able to share the resources from other people, I needed to make that next step in, in starting my own podcast and then, you know, starting some of these projects upcoming and really creating my own business is going to allow for me to reach a, a larger audience than, you know, just what I was doing in the beginning of just my family and friends. I want to jump back a little bit, if that's okay. So when you went, was it uni you went to? I went to uh, college. Yes. College. So, so I'm kind of interested in like your intention. Because obviously now, you know, you're, you're, you're running your company, you're doing podcasting. 
and I'm guessing you know, that wasn't the intention to run your own business when you were at college. So I'm just interested in was your intention to go down what I like to call like the traditional route of doing things, you know, like college or uni, you get a degree in whatever it is and get a job. Like, was that your intention? And then I suppose from that and kind of like shifting from that into entrepreneurship, what has been some of the lessons that you've learned actually entering the entrepreneurship space that you went, okay, you know, I didn't know this or didn't know that. Certainly. No, that's a great question. And initially that was, you know, my, my goal and my aspiration. It, so I graduated with a degree in civil engineering and it was just to get into the workforce, to get into, you know, things such as the environmental fields and, really just get into that main um, approach that we have within society of getting a degree, going uh, to the workplace and just working your way up through um, companies. And throughout you know, that process, throughout being in college, seeing that, but also working on the side and, and doing my podcast and you know, trying to, you know, be sustainable on my own, I think it's been such a different journey and it's provided me a different perspective of what's available within the workplace, within working for yourself versus working for a company. I, I think one of the, you know, biggest lessons that I've learned as I'm, you know, entering this field and, and being on my, my own is every single day you have to show up, every single day you have to meet the needs of, you know, your own clients, your own users, your own audience of, of who you're trying to help and who you're trying to bring, you know, some sustainable resources or awareness to. What you don't have within just being into, you know, a regular workplace is any doubts really, especially within the engineering field, because today there's a high, high demand for engineers, specifically civil engineers within my society. So with that being said, I do have a great fallback, a great opportunity within, you know, the the typical work environment. This opportunity to to meet others, to, you know, be sustainable on my own allows me the opportunities of what I want. You know, coming in two days, I'm about to be traveling Europe where if I was to get a job within civil engineering, I wouldn't necessarily be able to do. So there's many different pros and cons to it all. Obviously, within having benefits, within having a full a full uh, you know salary, but I think the opportunities, the connections that you make within you know what I'm doing, within podcasting, within you know the business realm, I think provides such a different perspective, and it it offers such valuable connections, such valuable approaches. And it really leads me to be uncomfortable and vulnerable because it's not something that I have much experience in, which I think I really enjoy. And I think it's going to be a challenge. There's many different things that I haven't worked within. I haven't faced yet, but throughout the people that I connect with throughout my own insights, I think I'll be able to, you know, take a route and, and move forward and, and, build upon, you know, what I've been able to grow thus far and any challenge that I'm able to face, I think I'll be able to overcome and definitely make some substantial changes within because I faced some severe challenges within my life so far and I'm still here today. Mm. So that's kind of the mindset that I bring it within my own health and then transfer it into, you know, how I'm able to do, uh, all of that I aspire to within, you know, the work environment as well. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. And so with um, like some of the, the past challenges that you faced, I'm kind of interested in how you were able to overcome them. So, you know, when we spoke, when actually I came on to, to your podcast, we both uh, faced uh, like mental health challenges and that. And I'm kind of interested in, was it like habits like meditation that helped you to overcome some of those challenges? Again, yeah, just like other different habits and ways that you overcame them because then you know i want to talk about your company and everything and the vision for that but i think kind of getting a little bit of like context over your own challenges around um like mental health and how you've been able to overcome them i think will be useful for our listeners certainly yeah so you know when i was younger uh, a multitude of things whether it was um you know emotional abuse or um abuse just on on terms when i was a child where it creates many different you know behavioral responses that really drove down throughout 10 years throughout my life. So when I was a teenager, I started to see how I was interacting with myself, how I was, how I was treating myself, but as well, how I was interacting with others and how I was treating them. And what I was able to realize was that I just had a lot of pain and neglect when I was younger that I didn't really become aware of, or I didn't come to terms with. So when I started to really heal from myself, from my pain, a lot of the opportunities was first just talking about it, sitting and thinking of it. So that was meditation. Journaling was a huge aspect of that to release a lot of the negativity, a lot of the pain that I faced. Speaking with others is certainly seeking out services that you can share your own experiences with someone else who will not have this preconceived notion or this judgment of you. So, you know, whether it's a therapist, psychologist, a counselor, or even a coach, there's many different professionals that can help assist you in especially healing and accepting what you have gone through. So for many of the challenges that people face, especially in their childhood, it's important to change the perspective around it. So it's by accepting and healing but it's as well trying to reframe the context of what you went through and trying to learn how to move forward and use some coping mechanisms that are positive for your own well-being. So, you know, I spoke a little bit about the meditation, journaling, um, sleep and nutrition. And then, you know, those are routines that you can implement within your life. And those are things that really brought the awareness to myself. And as well, breathing exercises were very important to me because, a lot of what I faced was, you know, some severe anxiety of whether it was deadlines, whether it was something that was coming up within my own life. And that culminated to a lot of bad habits within my life. So some aspects of that was trying to become aware of them at first. So that self-awareness piece was really key in learning my habits, learning my routines, but then as well, trying to change them. So changing the habits of the anxiety. So I one bad habit that I had and still have is biting my nails whenever I'm anxious or stressed out. And what I was able to learn was that that was due to some of you know the things that are going to happen within the future, some deadlines that are coming um, throughout my own life. And what I was able to implement was breathing exercises. So when I become aware of when I'm biting my nails, a simple technique, the great one to start with is box breathing, but there's many other techniques that you can provide um, and, and try that really benefit yourself from just being in the present moment, not being able to have any stressors about what's going to happen in the future and 
really centers yourself, grounds yourself from what you may be going through. As well, when I was interacting with people, I truly had this, uh, you know, this notion that I, I never really thought before I spoke. So I was always being, whether it was demeaning, whether it was just being uh, harsh uh, within, you know, reality of interacting with someone else. And I learned to try to reframe the context of the situation. So putting myself in uh, another person's shoes before I, before I spoke and tried to think about what my words and how my words would impact the person and maybe where would it lead them to. So that's how I've, I've tried to learn how to you know, impact others through action and try to speak in terms of leading them into a direction to move forward because I knew that I was not only helping others I was hurting others and I was hurting myself. And, you know, those are some of the habits that I tried to, you know, reframe and contextualize in order to, you know, work upon myself and work upon improving my relationships that I severely harmed uh, in the past as well. Yeah, I think that's so important. I think a lot of people can, can like take something from that, you know, just being aware of their words and like their body language, um, just like the language that they're using because it all has impact on the people around us. I think raising your self-awareness is so important and think something that I've spoke about before. And again, I love those habits, you know, I've implemented lots of those as well. So, um, so, you know, and they've definitely helped me as well. So it's good to know, you know, they've helped other people as well for sure so like moving on to to what you're doing in your podcast and your company just kind of interested in in the vision for it and where you see it going and then we'll have some final thoughts and and wrap this up certainly yeah so for the company metamorphosis that i work with mark on uh mainly we try to provide these lifestyle routines for people so like we spoke about just implementing positive meditation sleep nutrition and what we're really looking forward to is providing some in-person events. So like you see today, there's many LinkedIn global LinkedIn events. What we want to provide is some in-person events where we can bring some people that we've interviewed on the podcast and just provide an opportunity for people to collaborate, listen to people's stories and, and try to you know find out some of these resources in person and make these connections where we can directly impact a community one by one. That's one thing that we're really thinking about within that company. In terms of uh, my own podcast and what I really want to work within my own personal brand, within my own realm, is throughout this uh, travel experience that I'm going to be having within Europe, um, I'm actually going to be launching a project soon where I'm going to be traveling and trying to bring awareness and educating specifically children throughout social and emotional learning. Have some uh, public speaking engagements to bring about the awareness and resources um, within social emotional learning because oftentimes that is one thing that we can educate children in order to reduce some of the challenges that they have faced throughout many of the mental health challenges that are today, which actually are really umbrellaed under the um, experience of trauma. So whether it's physical abuse, emotional abuse, emotional neglect, there's many of these, you know, underlying issues throughout mental health challenges that happens within how, how to cope, how to heal from some of these issues. So I'm really looking forward to educating myself and finding ways that I can share these messages 
whether it's uh, one-on-one with people, but I want to be in in front of an audience and helping uh, share this message. So I'm going to be doing a culmination of my podcast and really bringing in these services uh, to hopefully many schools throughout um, the United States that I'm going to try to build these relationships as I uh, travel. And then hopefully through my company, I can provide uh, education and services throughout um, social and emotional learning. So that's something that is really my vision thus far, but I do have some other uh, big projects coming out. It's just a matter of really narrowing them down and uh, sharing it amongst everybody. So there's still some out there that uh, are in the works, but they're going to be spoken about in a few months once I uh, really get a good grasp on how I want to market it and and bring it to the public uh for for a full release a part of my, my vision with growth is definitely to have an impact on like, on like the whole education system because i feel like i think like the information that we have you know about personal growth self-discovery needs to be shared with the younger generation absolutely so man love what you're doing and it was a pleasure having you on the show today thank you luke i, I really appreciate it and we'll definitely you know continue to spread this uh positive message throughout know health wellness just self-discovery within entrepreneurship as well definitely many people need uh you know need these resources and need uh, a different perspective that may change change the course of their own life so thank you for having me no worries and where can people find you online if they want to check out your company your podcast or you know you just see more about what you're about the type of content you post certainly so on most social media i believe it'll be at katuli b you can find my company, Metamorphous, with Mark Metry at www.metamorphous.org. As well, you can find my own website and my podcast at brendancatuli.com. That's B-R-E-N-D-A-N-C-U-T-U-L-I.com. And there you can find my blog, my podcast, all my information, and all of my social media is linked there as well. So you can find out all the resources that I'm providing for people and the awareness that I'm bringing to uh, some of these topics that we spoke about today. Awesome. I will will link all those in the uh, description below. So guys, if you want to check out Brendan's stuff and you know what to do, click on the links in the description and I will be back next week with uh, another Grow Together community member uh, to dive into their story, uh, their journey, their challenges and hopes and vision for the future. So I will talk to you guys next. (laughs)